Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 20th of December. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us. I did take down two of those saddies, but feels a little bit bad because like it was all my bottom 10 lineups. So the ones I had the least money behind. So that was a little bit frustrating, but yeah, on the plus side, um, you know, it was a good day. It wasn't hard. I, everything I told you guys to do was right. Sandro was right. Zach Collins was right. You could play them together and it was optimal. So I did that. Um, a little disappointed with how Jeremy Grant did. I mean, he didn't play as many minutes as he had before. Didn't do as much in the minutes he had. Um, CJ McCollum, just a fine dart throw. You know, sometimes he hits his shots. He didn't hit his shots today. But where else were you going to go? It wasn't that strong of a position. You can see that's like in all of my lineups, point guard, guard. I wasn't, couldn't figure it out, did not crack the code. Um, yeah, not been doing enough of this kind of review stuff. So we'll get back into that more uh, over the holiday period if I have, you know, time to review a little bit more. But also like follow these slates pretty closely in basketball. So when something goes wrong, we know what it is, you know, like we're already tilting it. We've already tilted it. It's not like in baseball we got to figure out how did that stack get there or whatever you know like it's pretty easy in basketball speaking of when you got the fastest team on the, the slate indiana indiana and charlotte what else we got we got atlanta and houston houston one of the thus lowest team so that's one where the better team might be able to control the pace and make it slower i think i agree with they're making it a low total game and then charlotte and indiana who's going to slow this one down nobody now i do think I don't think Charlotte should be a 10-point dogs, even without um, without LaMelo. Maybe with LaMelo, they'd be, what, a pick them here in this game? It'd be kind of fun. I don't know. Maybe I'm a Charlotte homer or whatever. I am from North Carolina. But I I see them as, like, four-and-a-half-point dogs today. So I've said – and, I mean, also, I see this game as fast, right? Like, that's the main thing today is I think this is the fastest game, and I don't think there's anything else that's close um so indiana and charlotte that's what i'll be stacking today oh yeah i should say before we go too much further thanks for joining us guys it's like 100 of you guys every day now that's pretty amazing um and i did have up the analytics uh that say 30 percent of you are not subscribed so make sure to like comment subscribe that's like 30 of you now that are not subscribed so you know i gotta i'm not sure i'm gonna make sure to hit whatever media you saw this in again i, I always try but sometimes i forget to post it on Twitter or whatever, or to re-up it in just the right way or something. So make sure you subscribe so you get notifications when um, when I post the videos and stuff. Uh, yeah, I really appreciate it, guys. Like, it's um, this is kind of nice because, yeah, it, I, I know you hear me talk a lot and it's easy for me to fill time talking about sports, but, like, there's a fair number of days where I talk to, like, my family and you guys, and that's basically it. I don't, like, I'm not particularly gregarious. I'm mostly a nerd. And this is my means of communicating with anybody. So thank you for listening. And yeah, uh, hopefully we can win some money. Uh, we'll see, though. It's been frustrating. That, that game, I mean, the games were amazing. Don't get me wrong. The the, the DraftKings part of it, who, who who even cares, like, at a certain point? If the games are going to be as good as they were yesterday, like that first game coming down to the last shot, second game in overtime, incredible basketball game. So no complaints there. I mean, if we're going to have me do just okay on a slate and get that kind of basketball every day, fine. Now, these are not the, the ownerships I'm going to wind up with. I don't I don't really see a reason to be 60. Yeah, something's wrong with this projection for DeMar. I don't I don't think we're going to wind up at him projected for 47 points today. What was going on? I mean, like Levine's still out, I assume. 
Is also um, Vooch also out? No, Vooch is in. Vooch is also projected for an incredible amount of points. So something's going on with the Chicago game. I looked at their total. It's not even that the total's that high. What was it? Um, 110. So something's just misprojected here, I think, for, for the their first run of Chicago. I mean, unless the starters are getting 39 minutes a game. So let's go to the popcorn machine and double check the last Chicago game, which was two days ago. Control of Chicago. Uh, game flow, I think. Um, starters got, oh, wow, what? Kobe got 40 minutes, no overtime. Okay, DeMar got 37. Hmm. Vooch got 34. Is he in foul trouble, I assume? Uh, PF1. Uh, did we get the summary of that? Or did I have to go through every one of them? PF1, PF1, PF none, PF2. So, yeah, he was in a little foul trouble early, but not at the end. Yeah, a little foul trouble early might have taken away a couple of minutes from him, but I don't think you can project Vooch for – how many minutes are you projecting Vooch for here? Now, DeMar, just a couple minutes less than that is probably fine. Yeah. I see where they're coming from. Okay, let me tell you my rules, though, um, for this late – Max two out of three LAC stars. I haven't actually done the back end of that, which is to go over to those stars and say, hey, Harden. What? Yeah, James Harden should be still in the pool and should be projected for like, I don't know, star amount of points. He could go for 44 or something, right? Like some large amount of points. And there's a maximum 15% chance he does that. Probably more like 10% at this point in his career. We've got Paul George. He could do a similar thing. What do we got? him? Yeah, so we could... It's been a tough, tough one for him recently. He's a little better than Harden, though, so let's project him for 48 if he goes off. And by better, I mean he's going to have more opportunities within the offense. I don't necessarily mean that I think he is a better basketball player. That's not what this is about. Uh, Harden, Paul George, and Kawhi. Kawhi. 15%, so I assume he is cheap. Not that cheap. He must have just had good games recently. Whatever it is. Uh, he Yeah, so Kawhi, I'll, I'll take Kawhi and Paul George at a slightly higher level than Harden. I might even put them both at 50 eventually. Because um, they're, they're, they're fair options today. But that's just a rule. I, oh, 120? Yeah, if their game's going 120, then I want both Harden, uh, both George and Kawhi at 50. Because if they're the two that are going off, they're both getting there. Yeah, that Paul George is way too low. That's good. Okay. They're the, they're the same guy to me at this point. They're the Spider-Man meme to each other. Okay, so a little bit, you know, fine. We'll, we'll coin flip them in with LeBron at this stage in his career. And we want to make sure, okay, who else do we want at the top? Luca and Embiid. Yes. Yes, these three guys are better than everybody else. Now, do I think that that, how much better is being emphasized enough? Not really. 60 is not really appropriate for all three of these guys. They're all 70 guys. Are any of these games extreme blowout concerns uh, from the top? Phil, Philly and Minnesota, no. So 70 for Embiid. Then Doncic and, uh, or, uh, yep, pick a, or a five point for Denver's uh, favored to win a game. That's great for, good, good for them. Uh, but anyway, that means Jokic will go off. Although, what have we been seeing with, with, um, with Jamal Murray back, he's been kind of like, the thing is, like, this is going to be the games that I know he's done bad, right? So, I mean, I'm, I'm, 
kind of asking for a result that I know what I'm going to get when I go to the Nuggets and I say I want on court. Uh, this guy just came back from injury. That is why I'm doing this at all. Point guard, Jamal Murray. Okay. So with him on the court, I assume Jokic takes a hit. I'm not sure how much of a hit. A seven-point hit to 58-ish. Okay. Well, glad glad I checked that. So Jokic is maybe actually fine at that new level with um, Jamal back. But Doncic and Embiid are at a higher level than him and need to it needs to be reflected. As long as that uh, Doncic game, yeah, that's a close game, provided Doncic can keep it close. Now, what do we think? Also, I wanted to make sure I didn't see the news about Kyrie. Yeah, we're still assuming Kyrie is out. So I don't have to worry about the same thing with Luca that I just did with Jokic. But I think I also remembered that it wasn't bad for his usage. Okay, so now we're getting back to uh, other rules I made. Uh, Zubats foul trouble. I also did not implement that rule. Zubats. So he will get 36, 38, let's say. He's been getting a ton of minutes whenever he doesn't get in foul trouble. Dallas. Dallas big situation is weird, but they've been they've been letting him just kind of run until he gets in foul trouble. And they've been really consistent about going to Thice afterwards. And so even though it's not really like a good spot, and I assume he's what's his price? Four four hundred. I mean, he can still get there. Thice is in play, even on a big slate. So on a big slate, I always do tell you this is a 10 gamer. So you need a positive case for every guy, right? A positive case. You can't just be like, well, maybe he gets there if he hits shots. Maybe, but that's somebody else who wins. You win with guys who win today, right? You win with guys who are going to go off. Like, there's a case. So Daniel Tice, how does he get there? Is it really that complicated? We have foul trouble for uh, Zubats. So 15% chance of Zubats foul trouble. In that case, Tice probably, I mean, got a chance to be the best value on the slate. Slate with no value, right? I mean, like so far, unless we get something open and up, slate with no value. So you got to make your own value today. I mean, as an example of how hard up we are for value, Jalen Smith has not played since coming back from injury, projected to be the highest on play on the slate. If you want to, you cannot play Jalen Smith, who might not play at all. I mean, like, so currently he's projected to just go into the Isaiah Jackson role, right? And maybe he does, maybe he doesn't, right? I mean, like, but he's an incredible point per minute guy. In the And so, but my point is, the case for him and Thice is the exact same case. I mean, price-wise too, right? Yeah, Thice is $200 cheaper. So they have the exact same case. They both have to have a foul trouble for the main guy. Miles Turner has to get in foul trouble or Zubats has to get in foul trouble. And we've got an ownership difference of 1.5% for Thice and 42% for Jalen Smith. Okay. I mean, don't don't have that ownership difference, guys, like in your own. You should have like 20 and 20. They're like equally good plays. Um, okay. So obviously I didn't have Thice in this last round because I didn't properly implement my rule which is not just clicking the button, but going and changing the guys. So as, I've, as I mentioned a few times, bigs have a bimodal distribution. I don't have the data on it. Like I've never actually looked at this, but you know, you've watched basketball. You, you've seen the games. You feel the pain when the guy gets in the early foul trouble. There's a little bump around 20 points, which is he get in foul trouble. He lost like 10 minutes in the first half. And then there's another bump. And this is a Gaussian distribution because we assume he does good some days in those 20 minutes and bad in the 20 minutes. And then go up to the next distribution, and that's didn't get in foul trouble, got max minutes, right? And then, like, maybe there's, like, an overtime bump or whatever. But my point is, we want to bias the distribution towards each of those cases, right? Like, we and, and we don't care about the loser case, because if we lose, we lose, right? Okay, whatever. That's not the one where we care about modeling. 
So we care about modeling the top bump in every center. So that's why I've got Jalen Smith and Daniel Theis is the best plays on the slate. Uh, from a from a value perspective, there's just no there's no good value. And and the other people we've got here for value are like Embiid. How are we gonna get to Embiid with no other value? You know what I mean? So number one, the, the 10 games, we get 15 people on each roster on each team. So possible what? Uh, 300 guys. So, you know, 5% chance a guy comes down with an illness today, right? Or whatever. So probably going to get some some updates throughout the day. Make sure you're paying attention to that. Also, yeah, good luck tonight, PK. Uh, Nuge, I believe, is who is the one who uh, has the, the ticket tonight. I forget who it is exactly in the Discord. Um, but yeah, uh, good luck on the 555 over at FanDuel. Uh, let's see. Click over. I mean... I would click over to FanDuel. I just, there's no value here and FanDuel is generally tighter. So I'm guessing it's going to be less value, which I, I guess makes these plays. Oh yeah. So, which does make these plays and rules even more important. So let me go through the remaining rules and not get bored in the middle of them. Like I've been doing uh, max two out of three Minnesota bigs. This is one of my favorite rules. It's been paying off for me night after night after night. It's going to pay off again tonight. We have Minnesota against Philadelphia. So the bigs, right? You think you're going to go small against Joel with, with the guys Minnesota have? No, it's going to be the bigs. We're going to get a bunch of minutes out of Gobert, out of Pounds, and out of um, Nas. They can't afford not to have one of those guys on the floor at all times against them beat, or they'll get smacked. I mean, who would it be? What what you put Jaden McDaniels down there or something? Right? There's no other option for this team. So, or I guess like an end-of-the-bench young person who I don't know is on this team. But anyway, my general point is two out of three Minnesota bigs, just like two out of three Clippers makes sense. And you need to up every one of their projections. So when I go to Minnesota, I hash the team and you can see I've done it. I've done 44 for Carl Anthony Towns, 40 for Gobert and 34 for Nas, which for me is guesstimating where the average of the up part of their distribution is. Gobert, just not as dynamic of a scorer as, as Cat. And Nas is better than, I mean, a better point per minute than both of them. I was going to say better than both of them, which I know is not true. That's not, this is not about basketball. I understand the other two are better basketball players than Nas. They're rightfully playing in front of Nas. However, Minnesota is a pretty good team and all three of them are great plays tonight. Uh, the other one, uh, other fork we got here is Pirtle or Precious. I don't think Precious actually wound up being that employee. Oh, 26. Huh? Oh yeah, right. So my thought here was again, Denver. So with Denver, we've got Jokic, right? So either Pirtle or Precious is going to have to be out there at all times. So currently, and let me make sure the minutes are adding up, 28 for for uh, Pirtle, and then, yep, 17 for Precious. That doesn't add up. That should add up to all, of, well, I guess that has to add up to every minute Jokic is on the court. So how many minutes is Jokic on the court? 34. What? Is that how many minutes Jokic is playing? Oh, that's average. That's the thing. I think that's averaging in games where he like where there's a blowout with games where it doesn't blow out. So you got to be careful with some of these top guys. Like that's not an appropriate number of minutes to project for Jokic tonight. Thirty four. It should be thirty seven at least. What what's this game? It's a five point spread. Yeah, Jokic got to be a little bit higher. But right. So hold on. How many minutes was I given? In 36 would have been exactly what we had from the um, court IQ. 
So in the court IQ, he was at 57.8. So 59.1. Okay. So at 37 minutes, it'd be a little bit higher. I don't have to change it. So great. I've re-derived Jokic's uh, estimate several times, and I'm not going to get to him almost definitely. So welcome to the most interesting show in Hollywood. Speaking of, I got to go get my breakfast going pretty soon. I'm getting hungry. And I know that this is all in like one hour. They're going to be like, somebody who's not present at shoot around. And it's <laughs> who knows what the slate's going to be about. But oh, yeah, only $200. Don't don't use any more wiggle room than that. You know, if you want to, you can build an entire set with full um, full salary. You know what I mean? Like that. I'm not sure how. Well, you know what? I, I say we need to do more looking back and then I never do it. Let's look. Can we look back to just yesterday's NBA? No, 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 no. Yesterday's wouldn't be relevant because it's not a 10-gamer. The 11-gamer on Monday. Let's go look at it. I've told you enough about today's slate. I told you all the rules, all the things I'm getting to eventually, whatever. Um. Oh, it didn't say core. I probably should go back and say core. But let's go back to the contests from two days ago. And I just want to see is how how efficient was the slate? Did it, is the thing I'm always saying about, oh, you got to have, you got to use all your salary or whatever. I haven't checked that in a while. I think it's been mostly right on classic, but let's double check the top 10 from a, a reasonable size contest. Um, entry fee 15. Yeah. Full salary won it. Full salary got second. 100 on the table got third. Raging Phillip, man, this guy. Uh, 100 on the table, 100 on the table, full salary, 100 on the table, 100 on the table, full salary. 100 on the table. Okay. The top 10 all have 100 on the table. So if anything, my leaving $200 on the table is potentially being conservative or being liberal. Wow. That's shocking to me. I mean, well, glad I checked it out. But also, yeah. So that's really, really kind of wild to me. Is anybody that, okay, we've got another, only two of the top 20 so far have been 49.8 three of the top 20 and all of them were kind of worse than the top 10 who well you know i guess I, that's why we do the review uh but yeah congratulations to uh the winners let's go back to today's slate i'll tell you the uh tell you the core as we see it now and then we'll get out of here slash to breakfast slash to cutting up all the uh video and putting it out there on the internet and stuff like that everybody always enjoys that part right hearing about the editing process okay here we go so again we will not be 100 buddy healed under any circumstances we will be 30 buddy healed i'll match the field on that i think he's fine i mean i'll take a little more buddy heal because he's in a game with a lot of points that that i don't know what's going on like i told you with the derozan projection fine have a little derozan wendell carter jr oh, not against um Oh, right. They don't have uh, out of bio back yet. 30% is fine there. 30% is fine for Brendan Miller. 30% is fine for Schroeder. 30% is fine. Yeah, a little bit more for Caruso. No, no, it's not. 30% is fine for Caruso. Okay. Now tell me I can't do it. And then I will, yep, reset it. I'll click build again. And then I will, oh yeah, I, I think I do have a core here. I mean, just to cover the field, if the field really is going Jalen Smith, I, I still can't make him core. I, I think you got to have the core be like guys like Rogier, guys like Buddy Heald. I mean, it's it's contrarian for sure. I'm I'm not against Nas. 
like that's a wild core though. Demar probably a more safe core. I I don't know what's going on with the projection for Demar though. Okay, so Terry core for sure. Heald still has to hit his shots. Jalen Smith is other people's core, so you have to consider he's fine. But I probably would make more like yeah, you know what. Going on with Pirtle against uh oh gosh against Jokic Jokic is going to cook Pirtle probably. But the well, what do I think the chance Jokic doesn't cook Pirtle is like, well, how much? Uh, oh, you know what I got to do? I got to let there be more precious. Yeah, there's a, I, I just talked I just talked myself into a pretty substantial chance of Pirtle foul trouble. So let's get I'm fine with being 10x the field on precious. I think that's what I have to do in this particular set to get any uh, semblance of order. Yep, getting to a fair amount of Precious. Precious or Pirtle, I think, is going to be pretty important for this slate. Going against Denver, Denver's not a great team. I mean, like, they're better with uh, Jamal in, but they're they're still going to be giving up kind of a lot of points. Yeah, 112. What is their defensive rating, Denver? I think it's not that good. Denver. Oh, okay. 112.6. So, yeah, 111.6 is a little bit, I don't know. I, I think that's a little niggling on a, let's just go with their exact defensive rating for Toronto. You know what I mean? Like, why are we one point away from that? You know, I, I don't know where what Vegas sees in that, but I don't, one extra point of defense from Jokic. Okay, all right, I'm sputtering. So you see the general situation. We don't really know what the core is yet. I don't know. I, I can't tell you that any of these guys that is at the top of my current exposures in this run is going to be at the end. I think Terry's good. Brandon Miller. You can see, I mean, because of my play with Charlotte versus Indiana, the guys who are going to have to score for Charlotte should be a big part of your lineups, right? If you like, if you buy that thesis, if not, don't play Brandon Miller, you know, like Terry probably is still fine. He, I, he's going to just take every shot for this team for a while. Um, it's possible that I just, I think you shouldn't go more than 50% to any person on this slate. So I know that's very helpful in building one five, five, five lineup, but at this point in the day, these leans are not strong. I guess the highest leverage, highest leverage plays Nas Reed, Jacob Pertle, Terry Rozier, Brandon Miller. Precious. Yep. I've mentioned all those PJ Washington, Gordon Hayward, also on the same level of like 25% or more. Uh, leverage and I'm there for it so I think that's probably where I wind up is with a bunch of plays that are kind of like mini cores whatever because there's not a ton of value and I don't feel that strongly about any of these plays all right guys uh so uh remember you're good enough you're strong enough and gosh darn it someone's got to win that money might as well be us good luck tonight